0: why would you continue to have a social media account and continue to give a bully access? And their response was really interesting. And it really wasn't one that I was expecting.
1: Ready? One, two, three. (laughs) And not enough people are talking about it. We all can make a difference. It starts right here. Hey, this is Master Daniel with PK Talk Podcast, where we talk about anti-bullying in the DMV. And today, I'm really excited to bring you guys a brand new episode. Uh, I have a special guest on today. But before we jump into that, I wanted to give you guys some updates on what's going on with us in the area. Coming up in February, uh, we're actually, we've been working with Towson University for a while now, for about a year and a half. Super quietly, though, we are part of their Asian Pacific Islander department. we are putting on a martial art exhibit that is going to be featured for about a month or so in Towson. February 21st, which is a Thursday, I'm doing a self-defense workshop that any of you guys are more than welcome to come on out and have some fun with us. On today's episode, I have a special guest, uh, Mr. Dan Stauffer, who is an MCPS teacher and also the founder of leap forward dan how are I'm you I'm doing
0: well thanks how are you
1: i'm doing great thanks so much for being on the episode today uh super pumped about yeah
0: thanks for having me on
1: so a lot of you guys don't know but dan actually and me met um maybe about a year ago would you say about a year ago dan or yeah no? it's about
0: a year i started the uh, leap forward program in november of last year and then i believe it was um in the early spring that we started to communicate and you uh, came into gms and talked to the kids so that's about right
1: how I found you was through Instagram. Um, I remember I had saw that what you were doing on social and I was like, you know what, this guy really is doing something really inspirational um, in terms of entrepreneurship. And I I was like, you know what, Dan, how can I be a part of it? And I remember I reached out to you and I, uh, I was really glad that I got to go back to my old middle school as well. Gaithersburg middle school um, is the school that Dan works at. And I, I never, been there. I never done any of my, my talks ever since I, I left. And so I'm really glad that you guys brought me. Um, can you give the audience just a good 30, 60 second um, bio about you and what you're doing?
0: Okay, well, um, I'll try and keep it short. But basically, I'm a career changer. I first started in education working at an alternative school. Um, my first job in MCPS was at a special or was as a special education para educator at Watkins Mill High School. Um, I coached golf, coached baseball, And then um, I completed my master's degree and performed my student teaching at Clarksburg High School in the winter of 2016. And then I started working at Gettysburg Middle School in January of 2017. And I've been there ever since. And like I mentioned a few minutes ago, I started a program called Leap Forward. It stands for Leadership, Entrepreneurship, Academics, and Participation with the Community. And um, I started that club last year. And I had to temporarily suspend it just because I'm in school again, working on my second master's uh, in learning design and technology from Purdue University. But my intent is to continue that um, as early as next fall, but I've been working on it kind of behind the scenes and trying to involve, you know, the Frederick community as well as uh, Montgomery County and just try to keep it going and try to expand it as much as I can uh, before I officially um, open it at uh, GMS or any other school that wants to participate.
1: I forgot that you were at Watkins High School. How long were you there? Yeah,
0: so that was my first job uh, working for MCPS. And I started there in February of 2016, sorry, 2014. And I was there for uh, about two years. And I really enjoyed working there. Um, You know, I'm a product of MCPS too. So I attended Darnstown Elementary, Ridgeview Middle School, and Northwest High School like you did. And uh, so it was like really cool to start working um, in Montgomery County working at a school that I used to compete against in baseball and and other sports. So uh, I I just really enjoyed my time here at MCPS.
1: So tell me what it's like being an MCPS teacher.
0: It's really unbelievable for me. It's a tremendous experience. Like I said, it's um, I'm very familiar with this county, with this district, uh, with Gavisburg in particular. You know, I I grew up in Darnstown. And for anyone that's familiar with Darnstown, um, there's not a whole lot to do. And it was even more that way in the 80s and 90s when I was growing up. So um, my family and I actually spent a lot of our time in Gettysburg. I used to take drum lessons at Victor Litz. Um, it was at a different location right off 355 in an older building. My family and I used to enter artwork in the fair and we would go out to dinner. There was wow. this restaurant uh, right off Diamond called Chris's and that was where we would go to eat sometimes. So I just spent a lot of my time in Gettysburg. So, you know, to, to teach in Gatesburg and to teach at the middle school and give back to the community that is really special to me. And I have a lot of really fond memories. It's just an incredible feeling, an incredible opportunity.
1: And I just love to give back uh, as, as much as I can. Even some of my karate students are actually some of um, your students. Yes. Um, which is kind yeah, of Yeah,
0: cool. I saw you posted something. Um, I don't know if you want me to give out any names, but, you know, one of my students um, recently received his black belt, which was really cool because – Actually, I had a, a black belt too around that age, and so and that's just another thing that we have in common. That uh, it's pretty cool that we that we can share, and you know, it was it was really neat to see one of my students achieve such a incredible milestone at such a young age. And you really have to be disciplined and dedicated yeah. to get something like that. So that really speaks volumes to to your students.
1: Oh no, thank you so much. I mean, it, it's just really great being a part of their lives and seeing all the other things that they do outside of karate you know cuz i always tell my students that it's not just the kicks and punches we're doing it's 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 the, everything else behind it so what does bullying look like in your school
0: luckily i don't really see bullying you know i've been bullied before when i was a kid growing up so that is something that is very you know dear to me as, as far as ensuring that my students are safe and that they are in a healthy environment um so i don't see bullying in my classroom um, so I can say that with confidence. I mean, there are times where students will say things out of jest nice. or, or maybe playing around, but I still don't allow that because it's still not a healthy environment. I don't want my my students to feel uncomfortable. So, you know, from a behavioral standpoint, I don't, I don't see that often. I know in the past there have been times with, you know, Good. social media. I mean, that is something that has really exacerbated the issue, and I think it's going to take a lot of just investigating and, and research and figuring out ways to, to kind of deal with that component of it. Um, but I think that as far as what it looks like, I think that is probably the most prevalent way that bullying exists because it can be done outside of school and, and kind of outside of the the eyes and attention of the staff. So it's it's kind of discreet and it, it's, it's pervasive in that it extends beyond the school walls, which can make it really difficult for teachers and administrators to to get a handle on it.
1: Does that mean that bullying possibly is happening behind closed doors, behind those, you know, outside? Is, is that what you're kind of seeing or, or getting a vibe Yeah,
0: of? I mean, it's definitely possible. You know, I, I'm i limited as far as as how much I know. It's, it's based on what students are willing to tell me. You know, if I don't see it firsthand yeah. and I don't have students come up to me and, and complain or, or not even complain, but just bring it to my attention, and, you know, out of trust and and ask if there's anything that I can do or, or offer any suggestions. You know, if students are doing that or if parents are coming to me, then I, I really have to assume that that things are well. Um, I know that might not be the case. I know it's very difficult for students to to talk about that because it was difficult for me to talk about it. So I, I try to look for those type of behaviors or that, you know, may be withdrawn or, or uh, you know, or, or troubled by something. And I try and reach out to them. And, and that's really all I can, all I can do at that point.
1: Yeah. And that's a lot actually enough, you know, just for you to have that open door policy, which is nice. I mean, I know that a lot of teachers do have that, which is really, you know, that helped me a lot because I I knew there were certain teachers I could go to and I could tell them what's going on. um, And, and, and they came through for me, which I'm really happy about. Why do you think some kids, don't want to take advantage of that, though? Like, since, you know, you are opening the dialogue and saying, hey, anybody wants wants to get stuff off their chest, let me know. Why do you think some kids don't want to take it? You
0: know, that's an excellent question. And, you know, I take a lot of pride in, in trying to build, um, like, a community within my classroom and, and build the trust with my students so they aren't afraid or, or um, you know, they aren't afraid to have those conversations with me. But, you know, I, I think that, one, it's, it's still the age. You know, they're, they might be just trying to figure out what their emotions are first. Maybe they're worried about any, um, you know, negative feedback from their peers if they find out that they went to, you know, an adult in the, uh, in the school. You know, so, you know, it could be a number of things. And, and one of the disadvantages of being a middle school teacher to a degree is, you know, as of right now, I just teach seventh grade. So I will teach a student for one year, and then I don't typically have an opportunity to, you know, see them once they go on to eighth grade. You know, as a high school teacher, Mm. you know, you sometimes will see students for four years, you know, whether you're teaching them directly Mm. or you're in the same hallway. And so you have a better opportunity to continue to build on that trust and and familiarity with somebody. And they're more willing, in my opinion, to, to talk with that particular person. You know that doesn't say that. That's not to say that there aren't students that talk to me. You know, out of out of trust. But I, I still think that there could be a lot more instances where where students would be more open to you know discuss what's happening because you know we're here to help and we would love that opportunity to to help those students. Have you
1: heard about this app that kids are downloading that allows them if there's a bullying issue they can either text or through the app, I forgot how it works, but they basically text and then someone within their school administration receives the text on bullying, on the bullying incident anonymously. Have you heard about that?
0: No, but that is a brilliant idea because a lot of the bullying, from my understanding, is through social media. And so I'm wondering if you could, you know, take a screenshot of a text or a screenshot of a social media post, and then you could attach that and send that to the administrator and then that would be your evidence too, to kind of uh you know thwart any additional abuse
1: yeah it's, it's this maryland-based company i believe i tried reaching out to them but they kind of ignore me which i'm used to but <laughs> i uh i mean i don't know if they're looking for any any monetary uh, or whatnot i don't know what's what's stopping them from slowing down because i do think it's a really unique idea and and if it is working According to their website, because I think what they have is a great idea, and but I think what their problem is, they can't convince enough schools. But since I'm like so deep already in so many different schools, like I feel like if I could just somehow be a part of it, I could help promote what they have. Kids and teens are seeming to to like it, and I think all schools should kind of try to adopt it. I do want to move on to this thing about you going to high school, you working at a high school though. Do you find, without going into specifics, but do you find that that the type of bullying that you see from middle school versus high school, was it different? Or did you find that maybe high school was more than what you're seeing right now? Like, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Um, absolutely. I, I think, uh, I mean, I love working at Gettysburg, and, you know, I, I truthfully don't think it's as big of an issue at, at our school um, compared to other schools. You know, and maybe maybe that is just the age. I don't know. You know, maybe that is just you know having a couple grades as as opposed to four grades. So by default, you have fewer students um, that that would happen to. I don't know, but
1: yeah, because statistically speaking, um, middle school is supposed to be when it really spikes, and then high school kind of it dissipates, but. No, it's always good to, you know, hear different things. So it's it, 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 that's interesting.
0: You're breaking up a little bit, but basically you were saying that if you had social media and someone was um, saying, you know, hurtful things in your posts, you know, what would you, what would you suggest yeah. or what I, what would I suggest? Um, correct. I actually correct. had that conversation last year because I did deal with that in some capacity last year. And I, I asked all the students and I was like, you know, what is, what is preventing you from, just dropping social media altogether. I was like, you know, honestly, you know, when when I was growing up, we didn't have social media. I feel like at this age, it's almost more harmful than it is beneficial. And I asked them, I was like, well, you know, why would you continue to have a social media account and continue to give a bully access? And their response was really interesting. And it really wasn't one that I was expecting. And they said, because if you ended your social media account, because you're getting bullied that it would make it that much worse because, they would view you as being weak or that you weren't able to handle it and there was a really interesting and sad um response and and uh and that was really preventing a lot of students from just deleting their their social media accounts and i mean i'm an adult and you know having social media yeah there are benefits but there's just a lot of noise and a lot of you know unnecessary things that you kind of expose yourself
1: right.
0: to consciously and subconsciously so that's why i have my instagram account and And that's it. I'm happy with that. But it was a
1: most response that I got. (laughs) Mentioned you were bullied before. I'd like to know, if you can, what was that like for you?
0: Sure. So um, when I was in elementary school, you know, I was the student that, you know, earned straight A's. And, you know, I was getting a lot of awards for my performance in school. And so roughly around third grade, you know, my peers started to recognize that. And and now I know that it was out of jealousy and um and and other reasons, but they started to you know, just say just say mean things, just say nasty things about how I was, you know, a good student and you know, teacher's pet and goody two shoes and all those things. And okay. you know, so that was that was hurtful. And then like during um recess, they'll just do different things, like you know, we go out and we'd play football. And then sometimes, you know, I'd be the last pick, even though I was you know probably the best athlete on the field you know I was the last pick. It was just like little nasty things like that that would get under my skin.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know I remember one time I was running for uh, SGA and so I had all these different um, things that I was using to market for my campaign and I had some uh, buttons in my backpack and someone went into my backpack and took them all and smashed them. you know just like little little things just oh, so God. petty and you know at the time it was it was really difficult to understand like why would like why would somebody do this to me i'm not even i'm just trying to do my thing i'm just trying to be the best student that i can be so it was a really difficult thing to go through at such a young age and then you know as i got older it it went away because i went off to middle school i had a completely new set of of friends the the people that were responsible for that a lot of them almost almost all of them went off to private school. So I never saw them again. So that was really important for me as far as just changing my environment and and kind of starting over.
1: It sounds like it was like a snowball effect in some sense. Like, even though it didn't happen the same way, it just kind of rolled up into it and just really affected you. Yeah.
0: And, you know, there was, I, I think what was most discouraging for me is I never felt like teachers were doing anything about it.
1: If you could go back, To that version of yourself today and being a teacher at that what would you say to yourself to make things better or just give yourself some some motivation what would you say
0: that's a great question just being confident with myself and and not trying to seek satisfaction or happiness through the advice or through the acceptance of other people that's something that's really difficult and it's difficult for adults and it's still difficult to some degree you know for me because, you know, we all want to be accepted. We all want people to like us. But, you know, it's incredibly important to just really be confident who you are and be okay with that and, and accept yourself. And that's what you have control over. You, you never have control over what people are going to say or, or, or think about you. And so as difficult as it is, you can't control that. So, you know, be yourself, be confident in being a good student or, or whatever you want to do. And if people don't want to accept you for that, well, that's, you know, that's on them that's probably the biggest thing that I, that I would tell myself and, and understand that elementary school is not, not permanent. You know, we all, we're all going to get older. We've all matured. We, we're all going to learn from, from our childhood and, and hopefully become better people. But that'd be the number one thing is just being confident in who you are and not worrying about what other people think about you.
1: hundred percent. I agree. I really appreciated you being on our show today. I hope you had a good time. With
0: no, you. I loved it. This is my first time doing this. Um, I'm actually going to start a podcast myself here, hopefully this summer. And so you're going to have to be a guest on mine and we can talk about this in greater detail if you'd like to.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to. Um, Always a pleasure working with you. Yeah, likewise. Um, If any of my listeners want to get in touch with you or just kind of like follow your journey or watch your stuff, I mean, how can they find you? So I'm
0: on Instagram, uh, Leap Forward, L-E-A-P, the number four, W-A-R-D. I also have my own website, so LeapForward.org. And so, like I said, I'm, I have a YouTube channel. I'm going to start adding a podcast. So I'm going to start to become more prevalent and, and have more outlets to, to provide content material for everyone to, to kind of help them, you know, guide them on their journey.
1: If you haven't checked him out yet, uh, I know sometimes I'll post about my interactions with Leap Forward. Um, check him out. He's got a lot of good stuff out there that that talks a lot about entrepreneurship and also showing Dan's journey as an MCPS teacher father and just a a a guy who really cares about his community so i think it's really cool to to watch but dan thanks so much again and i hope you have a wonderful day
0: yeah thank you and same to you daniel it was great talking to you and um, anytime you need something just let me know
1: thanks for listening to our podcast brought to you by
0: pandas karate share your thoughts and comment below you can find us on youtube instagram snapchat and facebook at pandas karate